Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Got a lot of moving parts in the Parks family. Uh, one thing I, I failed to mention earlier today, and it's apropos that he joins us on the hotline, because we will be celebrating my brother's 50th birthday at his very restaurant. Uh, My brother is coming in town next week. He turns 50 years old today, and he was given the option, where do you want to go for dinner for your birthday, for your 50th birthday? And he chose Jasper's. He's 50 today? Today's his 50th birthday. I'm going to call him. And he said, I want to go to Jasper's when I come to town. Good. Jasper joins us on the hotline. What's up, handsome? Oh, uh, you know, why can't I just call you guys and laugh and play and and just, you know, wish your brother happy birthday and not have to worry about the stolen cannoli mobile. <laughs> Jasper, it broke my heart when I saw your text. He sent a text to me and, and to my husband. And I was so excited to hear from you. I'm like, oh, Jasper's texting. And then I saw it and I go, no, 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 no. How many times has someone stolen the cannoli mobile? Well, this is the fourth time, maybe fifth time that we know about, only because the first two times, I mean, we actually caught them. Uh, they were caught, and they weren't prosecuted, unfortunately. They let them go. Um, it was stolen in the middle of the night, and they bring it back in the middle of the night. I don't know if it's like a party van, a joke to steal the cannoli mobile. I just don't get it. And this time, I mean, we even put the bar on it. We even put on the steering wheel. So they have to use a hydrogen. I don't know. I watched the YouTube after the police... Yeah, nitrogen. They put nitrogen oh, on God. it and a hammer, and you bust it that way. I mean, I can't get over this. What time was it that this happened, Jasper? About 11, 10 after 11 or so. And the, we had just left the restaurant. The bars were still going strong here. The bars are still, Wait. you know, we got the tavern and, and, and uh, Ugly Joe's. Yeah, I saw cars in the parking lot, and I, I said to Scott, that's a bar that's open until I think 3 a.m. Ugly Joe's right there. And so there were cars, but on the other end of your location, um, because this has happened four or five times, and I know one time it was basically, I want to say destroyed, but you got it back and it was jacked up, correct? Oh, we got it back. We put new bumpers on it, cleaned it inside now, put new new shelving in it and everything for catering. That's the big thing, catering. The next four days are the four biggest days of the restaurant business for us for catering here, and it's hundreds of orders to be delivered and why would someone steal something yeah, that is so it, it, obviously a high-profile vehicle? And I don't mean tall. It says Jasper's cannoli van all over. And I'm telling all of my listeners right now, be on the lookout. You'll see it. It's the cannoli van. 
Oh, exactly. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, unless they spray paint it like last time or, you know, and get rid of that part. And, they, you know, they can use it very quickly. And they'll go dump it in Swope Park like they did last time or out in Belton. We caught the guy last time in Belton on a golf course sleeping in the back of it, the guy who stole it. How about that? <laughs> oh, God. He, he was on the golf course? Sleeping. Yes. I, mean, you know, I was doing an interview a little while ago, and they said, I'm laughing about it. What am I going to do, cry about it? Even like my grandbaby said. She said, oh, Poppy, not again. There's a three-year-old knows about it. Oh, sweet Sutton Pearl nose. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I could say. I mean, you know, I've had so many calls. You're not going to believe it. When I tell you 50 calls, you should see the social media. Mm-hmm. People saying, here, let me let me take take my van. People from New York call. Oh. We'll give you something. We'll go rent. I said, I don't need anybody to rent me anything. No, my son-in-law gave us his uh, his truck to use. So we, we got three trucks. My nephew Jay and my other nephews are using their trucks to deliver with right now. So we're okay in that part. You know, it's not, it's kind of like what, um, kind of like what uh, Teddy Roosevelt said. I always, I always think about that famous quote, you know, the, the eighth commandment reads thou shalt not steal, but thou now shalt not steal does not mean you don't steal from a rich man. It does not mean you steal from the poor man. It's just, you do not steal. And that's all there is to it. Jasper, have you guys ever thought about locking it up off property at night? Oh, we, we do. And we're just so busy right now. Sometimes it's, my nephew, my, most of the time, my nephew keeps it. You know, he'll take it with him on the catering and just take it back home with him. Yeah. We have the bar on it, though. You got that bar. I thought the bar, that's what everybody told me last time. You know, make sure you get a bar. I don't know what to do. Take the battery out. Take the engine out. So yeah. <laughs> Take the cannolis out. Um, yeah. Take- ja- Jasper, um, seriously, because you know how much we love you, and, and you have had some issues with, you know, the encampment behind the space there, the, the cannoli van issue. Um, it, but it's such a mainstay where you are located, you know, just off state line right there. Have you ever considered moving locations? Have you ever gotten so tired of it, especially with the stuff going on on that riverfront behind you, that, that you've thought about, let's just pick up stakes and move to a different part of town? We've discussed it. We've had offers. And you know what? This is this is our second location in 70 years. And my dad chose this location 25 years ago and it's been very very successful it's hard to say you know uh, i'm just gonna pack up and leave because this crime can happen anywhere it doesn't matter if correct you're 135th or you're you know 23rd in prospect it's going to happen but man oh man i mean i i even had the i here's the best i even had the band without the name on it for six months so people wouldn't bother us you know just to give us a little break but you got to put your name on it you had an unmarked cannoli van <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just paint stolen on the side? <laughs> Please take me. Oh, Jasper, we are so sorry, but you know it'll turn up. I, and, and if you don't mind, I'm going to post this on Stolen KC as well. Thank you very much. I didn't think about doing that yet. Yeah, you, I'm going to do it now. They're, those are great folks well, over there. And Jasper, and I, know that, I know that that location means so much to you, and, and your dad picked that place out a quarter of a century ago. But, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Out in Western Shawnee, we have a dearth. <laughs> A dearth of good restaurants. So if you, yeah. I mean, we've got a Nick and Jake's and a Tanner's out there, but that's it. So if you're uh, looking for a place to, you know, kind of put down your your new home for Jasper's, may I recommend Western Shawnee? You know, Leonard and I are the old men here. It's my nephews and great nephews now. I'm gonna recommend that to everybody. I'm, they're listening to you right now. They're all here in the office and running around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to. Get ready for it tonight. And, now, when's your brother coming tonight? No, next coming? no next week. He'll be in town next oh. week. 
Okay, and and in Western well. Shawnee, cannoli mobiles do not get stolen. Cannoli <laughs> <laughs> mobiles don't. You know, last time this happened, my daughter was living in Virginia with her husband, and she calls, Dad, you're on the news. I said, what? What about the cannoli mobile? I said, no way. I don't know if people think it's a joke now. I kind of, I'm laughing with everybody else now. It's just like, hey, you know what? They got it. We'll survive. But I know, but it's not, I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. You know what I mean? It's one more thing you have to deal with during the, the busiest uh, time of the holiday. And, and, and look, n- number one, thank you for calling in. We are going to blast this to everyone, and hopefully we'll get you your van back uh, sooner rather than later. And number two, I will be crashing Scott Park's brother's birthday dinner uh, because it's right down the street, and I'm just inviting myself right now live on the air. Okay. You know, we love you guys to listen to you every day in the office. And I wish you and all, everyone there a Merry Christmas. And well, thank you so much. Same, you too. Same, same to you, Jasper. We'll see you next week. Okay, friend? Uh, next time we talk, we'll be laughing and playing, not, not about the cannoli mobile. Yeah, maybe take me for a cruise around the block in the cannoli mobile. <laughs> um, <laughs> Make me feel like an outlaw. Oh, yeah, come on. I'm in the van and it's hot. <laughs> this thing's as hot as a hot pocket. <laughs> Nine one three five eight six. What kind of idiot steals something that is so tweakers? Why would you not pick any one of the other? And I'm not saying it, this would be okay either. Any of the other? I don't know. Seventy five just normal cars that because, were in the parking because lot. Because you're tweaking out, and I'm being serious. I'm not trying to make a joke. Uh, you are high on meth. I've seen the video. A car drives in. Yeah. A person gets out. Gets into the cannoli mobile. It's a, it's a large size white van, by the way. Correct. The thief drives off in the cannoli mobile, and the accomplice follows it behind. They knew what they were looking for. They didn't peruse the parking lot. No. You're right. They drove to the cannoli mobile, Straight got in, it. and out they go. But we don't want to help criminals do what criminals do. But when did it? I missed the headline that that bar thing that you put on your steering wheel doesn't really work anymore. I, I thought if you came up on a vehicle and saw the bar across the steering wheel. Like it's not worth your time. It, like don't even bother breaking it. It's like the ADT sign in front of your house. Yes. I'll just pick another house. That's right. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Dana Wright, Chris Minders. Uh, Sam Stevie is on vacation this week. He returns on Monday of next week. My name is Scott here on KMBZ. Story here from ABC News, drugstore chain Rite Aid has accepted a ban of its use of facial recognition software for five years due to false accusations stemming from the technology that disproportionately affected people of color, according to the FTC. The retailer failed to impose reasonable precautions in its deployment of facial recognition software, resulting in thousands of of false positive matches in which customers were accused of shoplifting and other inappropriate behavior. Acting on false positive alerts, employees followed consumers around its stores, searched them, accused them of wrongdoing in front of family and friends, and even on occasion called police to remove the client. The company also chose not to inform customers of its use of facial recognition software and discouraged employees from doing so, according to the FTC. Hmm. Well, that didn't work. Quoting here from the director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, Rite Aid's reckless use of facial surveillance systems 
left its customers facing humiliation and other harm, and its order violating uh, put consumers' sensitive information at risk. Okay, speaking of sensitive information, you heard in Dan's newscast that they had to go in and physically move all of the patients out of Liberty Hospital. And what happened? Mm, they're calling it a computer system quote disruption, but mm. we'll get to that in a moment. Is that- uh, this is from the Kansas City Star. How do you say hack? Patients at Liberty Hospital were forced to move to other facilities on Tuesday as the Northland Healthcare facility was dealing with downed computer systems. The disruption, the source of which is under investigation, began early Tuesday morning and prompted a decision to move the patients for continued care elsewhere. Uh, you know, the safety of our patients are most priority. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. They transferred all of them out. Uh, it's unclear how long the issue will persist. The full scope of the impact is still being evaluated, and a spokesperson says we are working to restore functionality as soon as possible. Here's the deal. We saw (laughs) this. At the moment, we don't have a lot to do. A couple of weeks ago in Lawrence. Lawrence Memorial started moving patients to Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Think about all the patients that are in for all the different procedures. Had to move all of those patients out, and in that case, Lawrence Memorial said, look, it's a hack. We're going to call it what it is. Um, we, we got hacked. We had an expert call in that we do every time something like this happens to explain. Hospitals are basically now gigantic computers. And everything he explained is interconnected through those computers. And that means MRI machines, X-ray machines, patient charts, your ability to even um, call the fire department and police department right now is down at Liberty Hospital. In the Lawrence case. So can you not do anything? The reason they shut down the hospital is that it was hackers demanding, you know, ransomware ransom stuff. Mm -hmm. There have been other cases. We'll have to look this up, Scott, where the bad actors who are doing this from overseas or wherever, they now have access to your hospital machines. And, you know. He made the comment that we are starting to see some cases with injury to patients. Think about all of the machines in a hospital, things that monitor your heart rate, things that monitor your uh, blood sugar level. Mm-hmm. It's all a computer, Scott. And so if they hack into it and they're saying, you know, we would like a million dollars, it's not just that they are holding you ransom for the money, which they are. They also theoretically have access to all of the machinery that is used to keep people alive. So why wouldn't, and and I'm not a fan of paying the ransomware, but if a hospital, a small hospital like a Lawrence Memorial, gets hit up for ransomware and the 'er ne'er-do-wells say, you know, we'll give you everything back for a million bucks, you're going to lose a million bucks in a day. I mean, why wouldn't you just pay it? Um, Most do. Because he said these people are very smart Mm -hmm. and unlike in other hostage situations where you're afraid like if we pay the terrorists, they're going to just turn around and kidnap somebody else. The ransomware electronic terrorists take the money and they never they leave you alone alone. because they know next time if they say to a hospital, pay the money, that hospital will say, well, look, Lawrence paid it. Two weeks later, they got hit again. That's not how they operate. They strike. And then move on. And, and they may not come back to you for years if they ever come back again. 
So this is from NPR. Um, This was in October. Increasingly, hospitals have been the target of ransomware attacks. Researchers find that if you are unlucky enough to be in the hospital when this happened, your risk of dying actually statistically goes up. I'm not surprised at all. And this is what's terrifying. Six in ten healthcare companies have been hit in the last year. I'm going to say that again. Hmm. Six in ten healthcare companies have been hit by ransomware attacks in the last year. We're, we're talking tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of facilities. Correct. So who do you go to next year? The 40% you didn't get this year? And then who do you go to the year after that? You're running out of victims. There is a man who works for a company, and his title is the COO and chief ransomware negotiator for cybersecurity. He's a hostage negotiator for ransomware, Scott. And a small clinic in the Midwest got hacked. The hackers wanted $1.5 million. He was able to negotiate them down to 435000 and by the end of the day, he had the clinic back up and running. He is now, as you can imagine, a man who is very in demand. How do you even know where to start with the ransomware hackers? I mean, do they call the, they call they the main call line? The main line? <laughs> can I help you? Yes, Marge, we're going to need to speak to your... Chief hostage ransomware negotiator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hang on just a second. Tom, he's in the Do you have a room number? Um, During a ransomware attack, um, they have seen that in-hospital mortality goes up between 20 and 35% for some of these healthcare systems. So if your crash cart goes down and and you are unlucky enough to come in to the hospital... Having chest pains, they're, they're, like you can literally quantify that people are, in some cases, are dying in well, some hospitals. And I want to be clear, Liberty is not saying this is ransomware, but they moved all of their patients out. Right. That's enough for me to at least have the conversation because this just happened in Lawrence two weeks now, ago. Now, in, in benefit for Liberty Memorial or Liberty Hospital, um, there are very good hospitals right around there right not far away so they can just send it to a sister they transported this as as of tuesday about 30 patients and another 10 or 15 were taken to other hospitals by ambulance and and, and it's not just the the computer systems that are down you you have staff on site who are now you know scrambling to try to get everything back online so if if you and i work at, at liberty or lawrence memorial wherever and we're normally spending you know, the, yes. th- the 3.30 break uh, tending to patients. Well, now you and I are trying to get the system back online. What are we not doing? We're not taking care of patients. From ABC News, hospitals have become a top target for ransomware gangs, which take control of vulnerable online networks and demand a ransom to unlock them, severely disrupting patient care in the process. And they talk to a guy who had scheduled his first aggressive radiation and chemotherapy treatments for the week that this ransomware hit his hospital in Vermont. Mm. Now his chemotherapy has been pushed back. Mm-hmm. You, you can start to see where, you know, this isn't just pay us and we'll get you back online. The, the way it might be for city services, which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the court online system 
for Kansas has been down for months. It's slowly coming back. It was ransomware. Correct. I believe I believe that's right. That, that was when I was in the clink. So that's, you know, disruptive. If I want to look up a court case, yeah. can't do it. Well, you can. You they can, went to paper. Yeah, they, they went to they a paper to to, system. They went to paper filing. Yes. But I don't know in that case with a court system down, are lives at stake the way with a mm. hospital ransomware it could be if you have a heart issue at the wrong time in the wrong spot on the way to the wrong hospital that has just been hacked? I would imagine lives were not at risk. Uh, there were some marriages that were probably delayed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And some divorces that went a longer, a little longer than they wanted. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Chris Minder, she is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So we don't know exactly what happened at Liberty Hospital to force them to take all of the patients out and find other facilities for them. Uh, But we do know a couple weeks ago this happened to Lawrence Memorial, and it was a ransomware attack that forced Lawrence Memorial to find other care facilities, some as far away as Kansas City, Mm -hmm. for their patients there. And real quick from an ABC News report, Scott, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services concluded in April that cyber attacks are the single largest threat to American hospitals deserving, quote, immediate attention because of the threat to life. This is not about patient privacy, but it is. This is not about inconvenience, but it is. This is about medical systems all going down at once when we are so reliant on computers that one hospital um, system in Virginia ran to Home Depot to buy everyone walkie-talkies. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, story here in normal times, it, obviously it's it's horribly inconvenient. It's a pain in the neck. N- no hospital, n- nobody wants to w- you know go to work at eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday. And go oh great, we got hit again. This story says in normal times, roughly three in one hundred hospitalized Medicare patients will die in a hospital. Okay, so normal three, times three percent during a ransomware attack. That number goes up to four out of 100. Okay. So it, it's just a slight increase. Now, if that's your grandma, that one extra person who just died that didn't need to, and it says here from 2016 to 2021, they estimate that ransomware attacks killed roughly 67 Medicare patients. Okay. This is a doctor talking about this, and thank God they're starting to talk about it because this used to be hush hush. They have to start talking about this. He says, when the laboratory had a critical lab result on someone in the moment we got hit, they could no longer put that in an electronic medical record. They couldn't call the floor. The phones are down. We literally had administrators running in the lab, standing there and running paper results to the floors. Mm. This attack disrupted this system in Virginia for 28 days. It cost more than $50 million in damage. And then you look at the surrounding impact, Scott, because of the other hospitals that then have to take on that patient load. Sure. It's, it's a ripple effect. Um, the number of situations in this case where a patient was left without being seen by a doctor in Virginia rose by 127%. Patients don't stop getting sick just because a hospital is hit by ransomware. Mm-hmm. And how cold in your heart do you have to be? They don't care. No, they don't. They're going for a million, and if you pay 500000 they walk away with a smile. 913-586-7798. Mike in Kearney, Missouri. Mike, good afternoon. Hi. Hi, how we doing? We're doing well. I just had a question. The 67, uh, I don't know if you said percent of people who died or 67 people who died, would, uh, would the hackers, would that be classified as manslaughter? Would that... Uh, would that be a criminal offense? I feel like it's electronic terrorism, Mike, because you are taking control over sometimes a private, sometimes a public-private industry, healthcare, that is essential to maintaining life. Think about the babies in the NICU on ventilators, Scott, or elderly patients on ventilators. You know, they're not, again, they're not messing around with a court system here. You, you, right. There is a very real chance that there could be patient harm. And it's, I think it's harder to quantify it than we think. I think it's more than, than how, how you have de- died. How do you determine that that yeah. person wouldn't have died naturally? Or how do you determine, Scott, that my labs didn't come back and now mm-hmm. I'm being rerouted to some other hospital and then it's another week? You know you know what I'm saying? Like the chemotherapy patient mm-hmm. lost a week of radiation and chemotherapy. Or, or if we didn't have to physically run it downstairs... Uh, this patient might have survived if we got those test results downstairs in two minutes instead of 12 minutes. Uh, how, how do you quantify it? 913-586-7798. Josh in North Kansas City. Good afternoon. Hello. Hey, guys. So, I mean, this whole situation, like, the one thing I start thinking about, like, from the hospital's perspective, Scott, I've always kind of had your mentality. You can't negotiate or pay terrorism but i feel like with technology and you know how much we rely on it a situation like this like the hospitals kind of have their hands tied not just you know 
patient liability, how much money they lose if they're down for a day or half a day, you know, but we live in America. It's only a matter of time before these hospitals, you got, I'm calling it now, you guys within the next year or two, you're going to, you're going to pull some story of a family going after a hospital that was under ransomware and some families, someone died and they're blaming the hospital for not having good enough security system. One of the things I keep reading, Josh, is that hospitals and other government systems, so, I mean, schools, court systems, are woefully underprepared for this. And and the attackers know it, and so the hospitals are left scrambling when it happens. Here's another real-world example from uh, Minnesota. When they were struck with ransomware, this nurse said, we had no way of knowing what chemotherapy treatments were supposed to be given, We had no access to patient allergies. It had taken just about 24 hours for the entire clinic's operation to grind to a halt. And and this technology is an incredible blessing. When it works. Exactly right. And when, when you are in the system, so to speak, and your doctor is able to communicate with this doctor and they're able to send over these files and these images, and it works great until it doesn't. One of the negotiators named Karen said that she could see the emotion on the clinic's staff's faces over Zoom, the panic in their voices. They had to cancel 50 chemo and dialysis treatments, okay? They explicitly told us there are services that are life-saving to these people, Scott, and we cannot offer any of them right now. I, I do think it's criminal. I don't. I, I well, don't know. I don't know what you call the crime. It's way more than um, extortion. When when you can't get a patient to dialysis, that, that well, this is way more than just extortion. And, and theoretically and legally, could you and I not make the argument that for every patient that didn't get to go to dialysis that day, or get to go to chemo that day, that's an attempted murder charge. Now, against whom? The Russian in St. Petersburg who launched the cyber attack that will never get into this country. They also negotiated down from a price of $1.5 million to $435,000. Everything was back up and running in three days. Let's go to Mike in Topeka. Mike, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, guys. Um, I'm going to try to keep this in as simple terms as possible. Um, but the, the, the root cause of all of this problem is that when these ne'er-do-wells they have to gain access to the networks in the first place. So Bingo. whether that's through email or, you know, a, a USB drive or something, they have to gain access to the network. And then once they're in the network, they lie in wait. They, typically they don't just do attack right away because there could be backups of the network. And so, you know, you want to infect even those backups. So they wait and wait and wait until they're finally ready to strike, and then they do. So I think the, the simple solution to this is take hospitals off together what you do is instead of being like an internet kind of setup where everything is connected to everything set it up on an intranet which is different it's it's self-contained the hospital you know all of the 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 various floors and departments and everything they can all communicate with each other but they can't communicate with the outside world and so the the 
these narrative wells wouldn't have access at all to begin with. But obviously, hospitals need to be able to communicate with other locations to share files and, and have access to all of their information. So what they should do is isolate those two systems. And when a hospital needs to communicate with another hospital, they have to go through an IT security department where mm. all of that that data is scrubbed first. But they Mike, real quick, wait, 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 because you're talking high level and, and Scott and I are, are dinglings. <laughs> um, isn't this what Cerner was for? Where does Cerner fit into this um, equation? Um, that's a good question. I, I'm not sure, you know, what their role in all of that is, but I think just in, in the most basic of terms, the hospitals need to have all of their data that leaves the hospital go through a security service that checks it for everything. They go over it with a fine tooth comb to make sure that that data is safe to transfer from location to location. But, 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 but Mike, each individual, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's information going out. What we're talking about are ne'er do wells trying to get. In. Right. So every location, every hospital is isolated and they have to go through, for all intents and purposes, a security checkpoint first before that that data goes in or out. Okay. In either direction has to be verified, but each location is offline from everything else. By the way, you know the number one way they get in? Email. Someone sends an email. This is why we're always told, protect your password. Right. Someone sends an email and says, hey, click on this link, and it looks like it's from a doctor. Mm-hmm. You click on the link, they're in. 913-586-7798. Get to more of your calls, your comments here in just a moment. No more links. I, I don't click on anything that ever, ever comes into my email. I don't click on anything. Oh, I, except the USPS. Uh, know what? And are we sure that was a USPS? Well, it, it it had pictures of mail that was going to be in my mailbox mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yes. I'm going to steal all of your things in your inbox, and I would like $12,000, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do it for nine. Five, eight, six, seven, seven, nine, eight here on Dana and Parks. If you ever needed. The first sign that the apocalypse is upon us. I have found it. CBS News. Dana Wright, the paternity of a baby orangutan born in the Denver Zoo was a mystery to the staff. So they went to the paternity test expert himself. Maury Povich. Yes. No, they they did did not. Yes, they did. No, they did not. Yes, they did. Povich, himself a father of three is best known for hosting a tabloid television show where paternity tests were revealed to surprise guests. The segment usually ended in one of two ways, with Povich saying, you are not the father, or you are the father. Well, Siska, the orangutan, is four months old. But it was unclear if dad was 30-year-old Barani or 16-year-old Jaya. Wow! What a hussy. On Monday, the zoo revealed that they were settling the paternity debate. The results are in, and we are delighted to share what we know. Who Siska's father is, the zoo said in a post on Twitter. Stay tuned till tomorrow to find out. No, I swear to God. Really? Stay tuned for tomorrow. And they're going to have Maury Povich come in and read off the paternity so, test. Is this one of those things where they did not think that the 16-year-old suitor, Quarter. 
uh, was old enough maybe to have that thing happen. And so they were all just out there frolicking together. And then now we have a baby. And why do we have an orangutan that's pregnant? <laughs> do they all, are they just all in the same area? Well, I would, assume, I would play assume, around I together? And, I don't know. All right. That would be my guess. Somebody's a hussy. Right. To, uh, have you heard of the term sick shaming? Sick shaming? No. Uh, sick shaming cold symptoms has led to the misuse of medication, spreading even more germs all around us, according to experts. In this post-pandemic world, many have become hyper-aware of illnesses around them, giving rise to a stigma at even the sign of a slight cold. Now, a simple cough, sniffle, or sneeze can reduce someone to social outcast status, a.k.a. sick-shaming, as those around them fear getting ill, especially before the holidays. Now, I have had this happen in my personal life in the last several days. Went out one night and someone said, hey, I just hope you know we're, we're all battling a cold. We just got over it. It's not COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I live in a house with 40 people. Like, I'm good. And then that night, I was with a girlfriend of mine who started kind of sniffling and she started sneezing. And I'm like, oh my God, are you getting this? Get away from me. Don't sneeze all over me. Was this last night? A couple nights ago. Okay. To avoid the embarrassment, symptomatic people are using more allergy and cold medicines than ever, hmm. which if you have a cold is not going to cure the cold, um, no. which could spread germs, they say, even further by powering through illness instead of just resting it off in isolation. Listen to this. Compared to 2019, before the pandemic, sales of over-the-counter meds for upper respiratory infections have spiked 23% this year, $11.8 billion more in sales. I, I thought they said last year that those things don't work. Cold and flu meds. We're all going out and buying them because we don't but, want but people they, saying. Even though they don't work. But have you sneezed and been like, that's not that's allergies, I do not have a cold? Oh, I, I, I sneezed eight times this morning before I even got downstairs. But you're not sick. No. I'm not sick. But it was it was allergies. I, I'm not worried about it. I know I'm not going to get anybody sick. Quoting here from one worker who um, is in the San Francisco Bay Area, it feels like I'm setting a bad precedent by coming to work with a cold, but it would be like a month before I came back if I had to wait until I had no cough. Mm. I don't know what you do, but I do feel like if I was coughing and sniffling and sneezing, I would not like get on a subway. I, I would be very in in like a tight enclosed space. I would be very. Um, but weren't we always like not that? Not embarrassed to be like out. What's the word I'm looking uh, for? Self conscious. Yeah, I'd be very self conscious about it. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. At what point do you not go to work? Because dare I say this, and I and I said about four weeks ago that. No longer was I hearing about people getting COVID. All of a sudden, have you noticed this? People are saying, oh, yeah, you know, Shirley's sick. She's got the COVID again. Yeah, it's back. Yes. And RSV's back. I was just downstairs the other day talking to somebody in the sales department. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's out for a week. She's got the COVID. I'm like, when did it come back? When did it come back? I don't know, but Mucinex is probably not going to help it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> just, just stay home. Just stay home. Well, you know, over Thanksgiving, I was I was really sick and missed my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving, and I had to miss miss it. And every morning, I was waking up and I was taking COVID tests, and 
you almost want them to be positive at some yeah, point. Yeah, so you can say, look. Yeah, I've got look. COVID. I'm not kidding anymore. This isn't a joke. Mm. Every time came, kept coming back negative. Uh, news of Dan Weinbaum coming your way in two minutes. That guy there is Chris Minders. Uh, Sam Stevie is on vacation. He returns early next week. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Here on KMBZ, we will see you on the other side of the news. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 